Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. And my guest on the podcast today is Michael DeLong. Michael is a certified medical assistant here at CCMH. He's the uh, immunization and immunotherapy nurse in the CCMH Medical Clinic. And I will get that right next time. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today, Michael. The, uh, the topic for our podcast today is Influenza Vaccination Week, because this is Influenza, influenza Vaccination Week, and I know that last year we didn't have a whole lot of influenza, and, uh, but I think this year maybe that's going to change. So let's start at the beginning and let's just talk about what is influenza. Sure, yeah. Influenza, or what people call the flu, is a contagious respiratory illness caused by influenza viruses. The flu usually comes on suddenly and may cause a cough or fever, chills, sore throat, muscle or body aches, and even a runny nose or or sore throat. Uh, Some people have uh, vomiting and diarrhea as well. Um, However, this is more commonly in children than adults. Uh, The flu is different from a cold or a stomach or intestinal disease, which can be caused by many different viruses or bacteria. Um, The flu can cause mild or severe illness, and at times it can lead to death. Uh, Unfortunately, most people uh, who get influenza will recover in a few days, um, up to two weeks. Some people, such as older people and young children and and people with certain health conditions, are at higher risk for serious flu complications. And I think one important thing to to point out here is that the flu is not COVID-19. And we will we'll talk about that a little bit yes. later on, but yeah. just right up front, want to make sure that people understand influenza and COVID-19 are entirely two different kinds of things. Correct. However, they do share some characteristics, and the things that we can do to stop the spread of COVID undoubtedly are the things that we can do to stop the spread of flu. And so maybe you can tell us a little bit about how, how do we go about stopping the spread of flu among our population? Sure, yeah. The, the flu can be transmitted when uh, an infected person coughs or sneezes, um, spreading respiratory droplets or, or other people. Um, less often a person might get the flu by touching a, a surface or object that the flu virus is on and, and touching their own mouth or eyes or nose, which I'm sure we all do. Uh, you may pass on the flu to someone who... Uh, before you even know it, um, and you don't even know that you're sick. Uh, Most healthy adults are able to infect others beginning one day before symptoms uh, develop and up to seven days before being sick. So how can I, what's the best way for for me to protect myself and and my family from the flu? Sure. Uh, Receiving the influenza vaccine each year is the best way to prevent influenza and its complications. Uh, Annual vaccinations is recommended since the flu strains uh, may change each year. Uh, The vaccine changes to match the current strains. They normally mix for the two most common deadliest or uh, strongest, which is influenza A and influenza B. And of course, always good hand washing. My guest on the podcast today is uh, Michael DeLong. Michael is a certified medical assistant here at CCMH. He is the immunization and immunotherapy nurse in the uh, CCMH Medical Clinic. And we're talking about influenza vaccination because this week is influenza vaccination week. And I, I guess the next question then, Michael, that would naturally follow is who should be getting vaccinated? Yeah, um, everyone six months of age and older uh, should get a flu vaccination each year. Um, By receiving the flu vaccine, you are protecting yourself and those around you. 
Uh, while everyone should get a flu vaccine each flu season, it's especially important that certain people get vaccinated, either because of their high risk for severe flu-related complications or because they live with or care for someone with high risk for developing flu-related complications. Uh, it is important for healthcare workers to receive the flu vaccine each year to protect themselves and their patients. And I do think that's a really important consideration. You know, part of what we what we're talking about today is uh, not just protecting yourself, but trying to protect uh, other people, your loved ones, friends, you know, people that you hang out with, uh, yeah, because you're getting because you're getting vaccinated. Yeah, it's the holiday season. We're all going to be going seeing family here this upcoming few weeks. It's really really important to get that done. So not only have we talked about who should get vaccinated, but maybe the better question is when. You know, <laughs> right? Because you know, honestly, uh, you know, the flu vaccine uh, gives you a uh, a certain amount of protection for about ninety days, uh, ninety to one hundred and twenty days. And so that sometimes the question of when to get the vaccine is just as good as who ought to get it. Sure, yeah. The the yearly flu vaccines normally start in September, um, but you should get it as soon as the vaccine is, is available to you um, and continue throughout the flu season. Uh, it's never too late to get vaccinated. Uh, the flu season can begin as early as October um, and generally peaks in January uh, or February. Um, however, we have seen our first positive case this week here in Crawford County. Yeah, so, so officially flu season has really started for us. And if you're wondering whether or not you should get the vaccine, that should be a, uh, a red flag for everyone that if you haven't gotten your flu vaccine yet, that uh, that should be the thing that you should uh, you should do next. Absolutely. Uh, another question that comes up every year, and I hear this so often, but I know that um, the flu cannot be contracted from the flu vaccine, correct? That, that is correct, yep. The flu vaccine cannot cause the flu. Um, having symptoms consistent with the flu does not always mean that you have the flu. Uh, there are other illnesses uh, affecting the, the nose, the throat, and the lungs that can cause uh, flu-like symptoms. My guest on the podcast today is Michael DeLong. Michael is a certified medical assistant uh, here at CCMH. He is the immunization and immunotherapy nurse in the CCMH Medical Clinic and we're talking about influenza and influenza uh, vaccinations. Are some people at higher risk of complications from the flu, Michael? Absolutely. I mean, anyone, even healthy people, can get the flu. Um, serious problems from the influenza can happen at any age, uh, but some people are at higher risk of developing serious flu-related complications. Um, these would include people that are 65 years and older, um, and then people of any age with chronic medical conditions such as asthma, diabetes, heart disease, uh, pregnant women, and even young children. And, and I think that, um, you know, one of the things that, that we talked about a little bit earlier, but I wanted to point out again, is that the flu and the cold, uh, the flu and a cold are two entirely different things. And I think that, that it's really important that we make that distinction. A absolutely, yeah. So influenza, or, or commonly known as the flu, is a cold. Uh, it's They're both contagious respiratory illnesses, uh, but they are caused by different viruses. Uh, flu is caused by influenza virus only, uh, whereas the common cold can be caused by a number of different viruses, uh, the rhinovirus, uh, parainfluenza, and uh, what is called seasonal coronavirus. Seasonal coronavirus should not be confused with SARS-CoV-2, which is 
caused uh, COVID-19 that we've been living with uh, over the past few years. Uh, flu and the common cold are similar symptoms. Um, it can be difficult to tell the difference between them based on the symptoms alone. Uh, in general, flu is worse than the common cold and symptoms are typically more intense and begin more abruptly. Colds are usually milder than flu. Um, people with colds are more likely to have a runny or, or stuffy nose than people who have the flu. Uh, colds generally do not result in serious health problems such as pneumonia, bacterial infections, or even hospitalizations. Uh, flu can be seriously have serious associated complications. Yeah, and, and pneumonia obviously is one of those. Yeah. <clears throat> and so when we talk about vaccinations, I mean, first of all, people think a lot about little kids, and then they think about um, COVID. But really, the flu vaccination, as well as things like the vaccine they have now for shingles, I mean, there are some things, some vaccinations that are specifically for adults, and people should be talking to their, their medical provider about that. Absolutely, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, as far as the shingles virus, you can get the flu vaccine and the shingles vaccine at the same time. Um, anyone 50 to 64 years of age can receive that here at the medical clinic. Uh, anyone over 64 would need to go to their pharmacy. And just briefly on the shingle shot, and we're off track here just a little bit, but on the shingle shot, that's a two-shot regimen. It correct? is a two-shot regimen, yes. Yeah. Okay, very good. So if someone needed a, a vaccination, flu, COVID, shingles, whatever it might happen to be, what would you suggest that they do? Yeah, sure. Just call us up here at the Crawford County Memorial Hospital Medical Clinic. Our number is 712-265-2700, and we'll be happy to schedule a vaccination for you. Michael, thank you for your time today. I appreciate yeah. it very thank much. Thank you, Don. My name is Don Lentzman. I'm Executive Director of Marketing Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on our podcast today has been Michael DeLong. Michael is a certified medical assistant. A immunization and immunotherapy nurse here at CCMH Medical Clinic. Uh, this is uh, Don Lentzman at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life. <laughs>